Thank you for joining us for Pact. He is for Peter. That is me. This is Miss Astronaut Cowboy Doctor. That's ACD. If you're interested in supporting us, subscribe to the channel. We archive full streams for members and patrons, so join today or become a patron at patreon.com slash petercoffin. Uh, joining either way will grant you access to the Discord server, exclusive videos, and you'll see bigger videos before everyone else. We stream 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Friday. Thanks a ton for uh, showing up, tuning in, etc., etc. So... Um, today, Custom Reality and You is the name of the game. It's a book that Miss ACD authored a couple of years ago. Never mind that it, it has my name on it. Um, the, it's a Miss ACD original. It's about how we're doing the alienated labor of reality construction under the direction of capital. And it's happening. I didn't just make it up. Or Miss hey. ACD didn't just make it up. Yeah, uh, pair that with child exploitation. Yeah, pair it with some, some pretty exploitative practices directed at children. And yeah. you got today's subject. Today we have a New York Times article called For Creators, Everything is for Sale, with the subtitle, Digital Stars are Coming Up with New Ways to Make Money, Yet Fans Still Hold the Power. A rash of new startups are making it easier for digital creators to monetize every aspect of their life, down to what they eat, who they hang out with, and who they respond to on TikTok. We start out with transactional monetization of every aspect of your life being marketed in this article as a good and completely normal thing to do to make money and survive and pay bills just like the most simple of human interactions and you'll see exactly what it's talking about in a moment tens of millions of people around the globe consider themselves creators and the creator economy represents the fastest growing type of small business according to a 2020 report by the venture capital firm signalfire but as the market gets more and more competitive and the platforms and their algorithms remain unreliable, creators are devising new, hyper-specific revenue streams. They've set this up as something creators have come up with. And that's not how anything like this works. Um, it is not something creators have come up with, but, but I just want people to keep that in mind as we move forward. One comes in the form of New New, a startup in Los Angeles that describes its product as creating a human stock market. Love the sound of that. Doesn't conjure anything unsavory in my opinion. On the app, fans pay to vote in polls to control some of a creator's day-to-day -day decisions. For example, a creator can use New New to post a poll asking which sweater they should wear today or who they should hang out with and where they should go. Fans purchase voting power on New News platform to participate in the polls, and with enough voting power, they get to watch their favorite influencer live out their wishes like a real-life choose-your-own-adventure game. Okay, so <laughs> what's so interesting about this, too, is the one, it is coercive in that the creators have to capitalize on these strange, like, social relationships they have with these random content creators 
Mm -hmm. uh, but also gives them no choice to do it because as the, as the beginning of the article says, we're talking about how quickly this market is expanding and how to compete you have to um, take advantage of these new avenues up of which you can make money. And so they're, they're forced to capitalize on these emotional experiences and to validate the emotional experiences of these consumers. When you think about the product of controlling someone who makes 10 second videos on TikTok as like just a product, I, I feel like just saying that, like verbalizing that sounds like something that would not be fathomable 20 years ago when I was in my 20s. I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> it sounds so like outside of reality. It sounds like a Black Mirror episode. And I know that these things are like trivial and whatever, like decide what you wear or what you eat for the day. But even then, like that almost makes it stranger and that you, you're given like as a consumer, this guise of like authority or power dictation, which that's weird that you would want that as a product. But for these also things that just like don't matter. It, yeah. There are just many levels that are strange here. Yeah. In my opinion, it introduces a weird dynamic of like, it used to be that people were rebelling against conformity. Now it's not even uh, whether or not we're conforming. Uh, now it's about whether we can make an influencer, which is by the way, who we're supposedly being influenced by. It's about if we can make them conform to our consumer demands. No, oh. absolutely. And also, I just want to make very clear, not only in my opinion on this, but also I am not in my 40s. <laughs> Creators are burning out, but their fans want more and more, said Jen Lee, 25 and founder of the popular creator economy community on Discord. By monetizing each aspect of their life, they can extract value from everyday interactions, which you can literally find those words in custom reality in you. When I brought up earlier that they're presenting it as a kind of thing that creators are doing to find a way to get around the fact that this is so competitive or that it's getting more difficult to make money, that this is a creator created solution. I think they're doing it in a manner that is sort of passive and allowing the people who are being quoted to do it for them. Like this is a creator who is talking. So obviously this is this creator driven stuff, right? Right? And also I, I love the the juxtaposition of where that starts and ends. Like this dismal situation of like content creators in this kind of money making position feeling burned out, feeling like um, this is a difficult means to generate money. It's it's maybe not making ends meet. It's maybe just like kind of exhausting the parasocial environment that you're in. And so <laughs> you're like, wow, that really sucks. And then it's like, good thing that you can make every aspect of your life transactional to make sure that you can survive. That's wonderful. Look at that. What, what a win-win for everybody. You could just monetize your everyday interactions 
and remove reality and, and like genuine connection from anything that you do. And as long as you can profit off of that, I mean, that's fine. Uh, what a great antidote to burnout. That's exactly it. 100%. Absolutely. So what shirt you choose is in fact monetized labor that you are performing. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Smith, the founder and chief executive of, of New New, said the company was similar to the stock market in that you can buy shares, which are essentially votes, to be able to control a certain level of a person's life. I just want to stop to let that let that sink in and put it in your sink because <laughs> like how does somebody write this article and have that read as normal control of human life stock market here's a normal thing that you should be excited about participating in what the fuck is that what is that it's insane is what it is put that in your sink and let it in guys also what a cursed way to spell courtney <laughs> 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 no joke. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. So let's just move on. Um, we're building an economy of attention where you purchase moments in other people's lives. And we take it a step further by allowing and enabling people to control these moments, she said. <sighs> when I first said attention is currency in the marketplace of ideas, there were a number of people who were like, you're just making shit up. This is abstract. It's not material. You are, you're full of shit. You're just trying to make a name for yourself. I had people saying shit like that to me. And it's like, no, I have observed these companies for a long time. I was on YouTube in 2006 is when I registered my account. I've watched all of this stuff develop since before we had quote unquote influencers. And I'm not saying these things because I think that they will get me known because they clearly have not. <laughs> I mean, welcome everyone. Um, this is a group based therapy session for Peter processing their trauma. Uh, <laughs> for the reception of custom reality and you. Well, I and mean, we to be fair, I have sold yeah. over 2,000 copies of it since it was published in 2018. So, not we terrible, considering I am self-published and, you know, everything about me. Okay. <laughs> we, we just want to give you an appropriate space to talk. <laughs> Moving on. The platform began beta testing with a select group over the last week, and several TikTok and YouTube stars have already begun earning money. Have you ever wanted to control my life? Lev Cameron, 15, a TikToker with 3.3 million followers, asked in a recent video posted to Nunu. Now is your time. You can actually control things I do throughout the day and vote on it, and then I will show you if I end up doing the stuff that you voted for. He proceeded to ask his fans what game he should play with friends, dodgeball or catch. In the background of the video, his friends shouted, catch. Alas, 78% of fans voted dodgeball. Mr. Cameron said he didn't really want to play dodgeball because it could damage a fence in the yard, but the fans had spoken. This is a 15-year-old child thinking that this is a normal 
way or at least having to live in a medium in which this is a normal way for him to make money. Um, like, so I, I think that Mr. Cameron might feel empowered in doing something like this and other creators might be. It almost applies the same, like, um, dynamic that we see in OnlyFans in which this is something we support and understand and, you know, want to not validate, but always have solidarity with the people that are doing this. Um, but this as an industry is an unconscionable thing to support. Um, and I, I see parallels between it's it's that, but child labor. Uh, OnlyFans uh, obviously can help somebody uh, achieve some kind of uh, class mobility. That is a thing that it can do. Um, it's not a lot of people that it does that for. Uh, and the people that do manage it suddenly become commercials for doing an OnlyFans, which is usually just sucking people into the OnlyFans economy, getting them to consume more so than it is to contribute. And really, it's sort of its own MLM type situation in its own special way. And I would suggest that there's probably some degree of that here. Um, but uh, again, exactly what ACD said, uh, in terms of people who are actually creating content on OnlyFans, regardless of, of what uh, level they're at or whatever, they are actually being exploited. And as much as it can seem like all oh, these entitled people doing their entitled things, they're actually exploited workers one way or the other. Um, it, they can be very annoying exploited workers, but yeah, it, it, it matters to think about it in terms of relationship to means of production and they don't own it. <laughs> when they vote, I do the thing they vote for, he said. It's not like, oh, I secretly do the other thing. It's surprising how many people vote and what they vote for. Mr. Cameron has also allowed fans to dictate what he watches, what video games he plays, and the name of his pet hamster. Ms. Smith said the platform reserves the right to ban users who post polls that are offensive, inappropriate, dangerous, or break the law. Oh, thank God. The platform. The more insidious aspect of this is the, the, the less interesting things. The fact that they have people doing what I would call really, really benign and normal things and, and, and being controlled down to that level. I think that that's more insidious than if somebody was posting polls that are like, I'll go outside and take off my pants. <laughs> While the beta test is still invite only for creators, Ms. Smith hopes that eventually everyone from celebrities to average people will be able to leverage it to monetize their lives. Sure, it's fun to control a famous influencer or celebrity, but honestly, it's just as entertaining to control someone you go to school with, or your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, or an author planning their next sci-fi novel, or a beauty founder creating their next makeup palette. It doesn't matter how boring you think you are, there's someone out there who would find your life interesting to the point they're willing to pay. What a great thing. No matter who you are, you can monetize your daily interactions. It is actually surprising to me how, like, uh, I hate the phrase mask off, but like how flagrant it is. And just like 
being a capitalist dystopia of an idea like and just treating these things as if they are completely normal like I, i'm shocked that like even today that that would be considered acceptable or like a publishable piece you know mm -hmm. so yeah i want to talk about really quickly how they framed this as like a creator idea and uh that fans are the ones that hold the power both of these ideas, I think, are a huge misdirection from who actually holds power in this situation. First off, it's not a creator idea. When they say uh, creators are burning out, but their fans want more and more. By monetizing each aspect of their life, they can extract value from everyday interactions. They say that, and that kind of makes the implication, oh, creators have come up with this new thing they're doing. But then the article itself also says, yet fans still hold the power. But A, this was the idea of Nunu. It was not the idea of someone else. It was not the idea of a creator. It was not the idea of a fan. It was the idea of some people who were able to secure funding or had capital lying around to fund a company. And also, because they control the apparatus, the fans don't actually hold the power because they have to purchase the right to vote on this platform. So we end up with this situation where New York Times is basically promoting this service for free. This is more or less an advertisement for this service. Um, it's presented neutrally as though it is not some kind of a detriment at bare minimum. And at times it's sort of a glowing depiction of this amazing new way creators can monetize their lives. Uh, the apparatus is held by uh, new, new. It is not something that the fans just get to exercise power over somebody. The opportunity to do this didn't even exist uh, a couple of months ago. But this is an example of how holding capital gives you power over the mode itself. Um, you get to, if you have the money to create a service which monetizes human interaction down to that level, you get to dictate how people are constructing reality. The last thing that I want to say is I want to just remind that the mainstream media, as it normalizes this relationship of worker to means of production, um, the New York Times is saying that it is a creator idea and that the fans hold all the power. These are the things that completely obscure the actual power relation. All of the power is held by New New. Uh, because if they wanted to, if they flipped the switch off, it would go away. Uh, they're the ones making the real money off of this. Uh, they're the ones who are walking away laughing. They don't have to do anything but facilitate this seemingly uh, uncomplicated transaction between viewer and influencer. It is not uncomplicated because there's an entire apparatus that's been created by them. It's owned by them. It's operated by them. And they're the ones who hold the power. I think my main takeaway point is that we have mainstream media now that normalizes a human stock market Mm -hmm. and characterizes it as a good thing for workers yeah that has grave consequences i mean let's just go ahead and say what a human stock market sounds like it sounds a lot like slavery it reminded me of sorry to bother you yeah it, it really does come in and and, and make the <clears throat> implication of some degree of slavery 
that like I know that that's probably a little bit of an exaggeration and may some people's sensibilities and it's not like slavery but really truly think about what it sounds like when somebody says human stock market and again i i, I want to reiterate like we know these are trivial things but it's it's more the framework of, of how this operates not that it's any better with adults but like this is oh my god this is horrifying with children like Oh my God, if I was Lev Cameron's mom, I would be having a heart attack every day. Every day. <laughs> I would be having a heart attack and or stroke every day. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. Thank you for joining us for Pact. If you're interested in supporting us, subscribe to the channel. Join today or become a patron at patreon.com slash petercoffin. Uh, joining either way will grant you access to the Discord server, exclusive videos, and you'll see bigger videos before everyone else. Thanks a ton for tuning in.